Welcome back to Let's Finally Watch It, a movie podcast where one or both of us have not seen a movie that you definitely have seen. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan. And I'm Clark Knows. And today we are watching The Parent Trap, the Lindsay Lohan version from 1998, which I have seen, but Clark has not. Mm-hmm. I can take a thousand guesses, but why do you think you've missed this movie? <laughs> um, I watched the original, so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm good. Gotcha. Did you like the original? Yeah. Okay. Haley Mills. I love Haley Mills. She was even a teacher on uh, Save by the Bell. The, the Good Morning, Miss Bliss, when it was that yeah. Yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. So I had already watched it. And yeah, at this time, again, no real reason why I didn't. I've watched a lot of movies. Yeah. I, I realized there's certain things like we were talking about. You know, a couple of weeks ago with um, Cider House Rules. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I see it? I was probably watching a million other movies. Yeah. I just... This was I, not your demographic. Like, they weren't aiming for yeah. teenage boys your age yeah. with this movie, for sure. So it makes sense to me. Yeah, and I don't think that it... I, I nothing, nothing against it, but I found at... At a very early age, I knew that there were literally things that in my life I will never get to. Mm-hmm. I'll never get to see this thing. I'll never get to see. I'll never get to watch this thing. I'll never get to meet this person. I just was wildly aware of that. Yeah. It's like you have to pick and choose. Sure. And I think in a lot of ways, any movie that I haven't seen, it really is just. I can't. Yeah, I will just not get to it. Yeah, and then you met me, and now I'm making you watch it. Mm -hmm. Slash, people voted. (laughs) But that and and that's a real other thing, Mm -hmm. though. Is like, who am I going to go see? The it's a social thing. Yeah, it's a social. I mean, I guess I I don't think I would have gone with my sister at this time. Mm -hmm. We didn't really start watching movies together at movie theaters by ourselves until later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, What about you? When was the first time you watched this? I think I saw it pretty close after it was released. Not in theaters, but either on a rental or on like a cable network after it was on cable. I feel like I saw it before 2000, but I was more in the age demographic that this movie was for anyway. So that kind of checks out. Um, I've always liked it. I haven't seen it in a while. I want to say maybe about 10 years, but... I do like it. It's definitely a cute movie. Uh, It's not particularly deep, but I think it's a well-done cute movie. The cast is super charming. Everyone's pretty good in it. Uh, I looked it up before. It's a Nancy Myers film, which I was pretty sure it was. I'm like, there's no way this is not a Nancy Myers movie because there's like a. Sorry. What else does she do? She did. a bunch of stuff with like Diane Keaton and uh, Goldie Hawn. I think she did Private Benjamin. She did Father of the Bride or was like the writer, maybe mm-hmm. not the director, but like uh, something's got to give. There's a bunch of other ones, but there's like a super, I think she also wrote What Women Want with Mel Gibson and mm. Helen Hunt. I've seen that one. Yeah. There's a lot of, um, there's an, there's a Nancy Myers aesthetic where it's like that minimalism, but like white and beige 
and kind of uh, feel to like the white female protagonist of any movie. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of her look. And I'm like, mm, Natasha Richardson's characters feels like a Nancy Myers character. And I looked it up and it is a Nancy Myers mm-hmm. film. So it's that genre of cinema. Um, but it's well done. I have absolutely no idea where this is going to rank for you. I don't think you're going to like hate it. Because it's like a well-done Disney mm-hmm. movie, but like, is it going to be your favorite? Mm-hmm. Probably not. But where yeah. in the middle it'll be, I don't know. I, I don't know. And especially since I haven't watched this movie recently, I'm pretty sure it holds up. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I might have a surprise for myself in this, right. to be honest. So Because Dennis Quaid's in it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Who's now known as a very conservative. Oh, is actor. he? I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. His brother even worse. (gasps) Well, yeah, Randy is crazy. He's crazy, but yeah, he's definitely... Uh, um, No, (laughs) that's a bummer. And I do, I actually do like Dennis Quaid. I do like Dennis Quaid, you know, politics aside. Well, he's a charming movie star. Yeah. Yeah. And um, because I really like the movie Inner Space, but that was mostly for Martin Short. I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. Love Martin Short. I think. And you said Natasha Richardson Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I love Natasha Richardson, actually. So, yeah, there's um, a lot of people, even some like working actors that may be familiar, but aren't movie stars necessarily. And then obviously Lindsay Lohan times Mm -hmm. two. She was played both roles of both twins yeah i mean it's fun it's a fun little summer flick we, yeah we, we put it's it disney, up on, right yeah yeah so we put it up on instagram with some other options and this is what we're watching this week because yeah. that's what the voters said that's what i i mean that's why i do it that's why i do it it's for you guys yeah but what's really funny though is so a couple weeks ago, people voted on the Cider House rules, which we just released in real time as of filming this earlier this week. And I did the poll I do every week on my Instagram where it's like, have you seen it? Did you like it? Did you not like it? And I don't think I saw the end results, but when it was getting close to the 24 hour period, there was way more votes that said that they didn't watch it versus any of the other options. And I'm like, are the same people voting in these polls or not? Because that got voted. I mean, I think different people do vote different weeks or, you know, maybe all the people that uh, watched it had different answers for if they liked it, hated it somewhere in the middle. I don't know. But uh, I was like, wait a second. This is maybe not a perfect science. (laughs) We're experimenting, guys. Maybe they just like the concept of Cider House rules Mm -hmm. and didn't watch it so who knows who knows we could have been trolled but we're glad we watched it so yeah, jokes on glad. you guys yeah. if that's what happened and by the way i know i probably should have talked about this on the episode but i watched the trailer for it no mention of abortion none oh cool like, i'm glad you i'm glad you fact checked that because yeah. i didn't think to do that so not i watching it it does doesn't even scratch which is good mm-hmm that's so funny, though. So many people probably walked into it so blind. No, I'm glad you brought that up. We've we've debated um, maybe closer to our one year anniversary of doing the podcast, doing a corrections episode or an expansion episode of all the things we either misspoke about or we found out after the fact that we want to share and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe let us know if you think that'd be an interesting episode because... We're never not learning about the movies that we watch. Yeah. And sometimes it's not in the time frame of what we film. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's so many of them. My goodness. Uh, memes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh, that, yeah. 
Yeah. It happens all the time. Yep. Anything else you want to say about this going in? No. I mean, I'm excited to watch something, you know, not heavy. Yeah. Uh, Like I said before, with one of my friends, Haruka, we are watching uh, Fast and the Furious. So I've watched, since Friday, I think I've watched so much. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, those aren't heavy. Those are actually very fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it'll be nice to watch a comedy. Well, for the pod, we've watched a couple heavy ones in a row, I think. So. Right. Yeah. It'll be. I was excited when this one came up because it's like, okay, this is more brain candy, but Mm -hmm. not the worst kind of candy either. So, well, should we finally watch it then? Yeah, let's finally watch it. Let's do it. Okay. See you guys soon. We are back. Clark has seen The Parent Trap. What did you think? Um, I thought it was fun. It was exactly what I expected. No, exactly why I didn't watch it. Not that I don't like it, but it's just... Uh, wasn't your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So this would have been, yeah, 1998. No. Yeah, you would have been a cool high schooler. <laughs> oh, I would have... Yeah, this would have been... I'm not a baby anymore. <laughs> I don't want to watch babyish movies. Wanna, God. Right. Yeah. So yeah, there's... And again, like I had seen, like growing up... I had seen the original, mm-hmm. so I don't. Uh, we just <laughs> we just watched the trailer, mm-hmm. and I think from that I would have been like, "Oh, literally know every plot point," and it and it's very it is very similar. I think there's a few differences, mm-hmm. but it's at its core. I think even the pacing was very similar. So yeah, I yeah. I saw the original when I was really young, but I don't remember it super well. Yeah. But I remember clocking something or my mom being like oh this is similar but updated or yeah something something like that there's certain things yeah there's certain yeah but what what did you what did you think rewatching it i liked it it made me a little you know family reunification movies like coco make me a little sad they hit certain nerves with me and i think i watched this with my mom for the first time so i found myself getting a little sadly nostalgic, mm. but I, I liked it. I know why I've liked it my whole life. You know, mm. it's just a fun, pretty well done movie for what, you know, for the genre and yeah, not a lot of complaints really. So I yeah. liked it. Yeah. I mean, it's straightforward. Um, and I think it, it's kind of interesting because there are, uh, I think also the, the same problem that we're having with Keanu Reeves and mm-hmm. The Matrix there were some times where I was like, oh, she's so good, Lindsay Lohan. And then there were some times where, like, especially at the beginning, I was getting a little thrown off where I was like, oh, she's... Because on Mean Girls, I'm going to be honest, in Mean Girls, she is so good. Yeah. And she definitely grew into, you know, at her acting. Yeah. And this, there were some things that were really kind of stilted and... You know, the, child actress though. You know, I get it, but I also sort of felt that way even with Dennis Quaid on a few lines. Yeah, for sure. And I kind of my brain kind of kept being like a pinball machine where I'm like, is it the acting? Is it the direction? Is it the writing? Because it is sort of cheesy dialogue at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and there is a lot of sort of exposition dialogue, which is fine, but like a lot of it to me was like this is not how people talk but this is the best way to communicate to multiple ages that's that's what i was gonna say right now yeah i feel like it really was more it was 
a presentational yes um Presentation, not great word uh, presentational style of acting not so much natural of course acting yeah because you're appealing to six-year-olds you're appealing to 16 year olds you're appealing to 46 year olds you mm-hmm. know so they kind of so i think it was by device yeah if i had to guess mm-hmm. but because they all are good actors yeah and when Lindsay Lohan was good, she was really good. Yeah, she was. And she did a great British accent. So, great. like, the kid's talented. We're not coming for 11-year-old Lindsay Lohan, but we're just saying through the lens of people in show business as adults watching mm-hmm. a family flick, it, I, I clocked the same thing where I was like, yeah. oh, she's so good. Oh, but that's an interesting line delivery or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I think that that's very, that's so true because I didn't, uh, I, I didn't think that, same thing about the supporting act- mm-hmm. actors but i think they're with supporting actors it's not it's well they tend to be more character yeah anyway right. and yeah. these are all first rate character actors like mm-hmm. i love elaine Hendricks so much who played meredith yes. blake i'm obsessed with her i don't think i told you this but um i think the school still exists it's not as popular as like the schools that like we went to but there's something called like the la comedy school or something and it's more for television acting and i almost did it because it has great reviews but my schedule never worked but she used to work there wow and you could be coached by her and i tried so hard to be in like one of her classes or even just hire her as a coach because it's not just that i like her i really like her as an actress like she's such a good comedic character actress Romy Michelle, superstar. Um, but she this this was all pre-pandemic when my schedule was too nuts. And I looked into it like a year or two ago. I think the school is back, but I think she's working on some big television show right now. Yeah. So I don't think she's working on it. She and, works a lot. Yeah. Um I see her pop up every once in a she's while. She's amazing. I really like she's you know, there's the big movie stars you look up to, but like she's one of the character actors that i like her joan cusack and uh jennifer and jennifer elise cox i'm obsessed with well because she she definitely i mean because this role is basically the same role as um uh joan cusack's character in adam's family oh yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah even camp and everything the camp and everything so that's an interesting parallel because you know what this movie gets compared to a lot and i'm pretty convinced you have not seen it takes two with the olsen twins Mm -mm. it's the exact same movie Wow. From 1995. But instead of it being identical twins separated at birth, it's identical strangers who meet at a camp where one of them's very wealthy to Steve Gutenberg's. Um, mm-hmm. That's I, his daughter and his wife died when they were young. And then Kirstie Alley was the orphanage uh Miss, like head person mm-hmm. for the other identical twin and they meet and there's a mean gold digging blonde and everything mm-hmm. and it's it's l- verbatim practically the same movie it's crazy that's so weird and that's i mean that's such a slam dunk though for them for mm-hmm. i mean because uh, but i will say Lindsay lohan she did i i you know as much as i was as i was talking about that i think she's gr- she was great at differentiating yeah the two like 100 she, did, she was doing a lot of heavy lifting yeah. especially for any actor but let alone her age mm-hmm. yeah and especially since this was introducing uh lindsey lohan so this was her first mm-hmm. major role and uh yeah I, I but i think like the olsen twins 
The thing about they're not that great of actresses, though. No, but they yeah. they did pull that off. I will say. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. that are a little um, worse line deliveries than Lindsay Lohan for sure, but they're mm-hmm. better than Michelle on Full House. It was like post yes. Full House or towards yeah. the end of Full House when they did sure. it, so they're a little more seasoned and already running their freaking dual star company and being worked to the bone. So they had mostly figured out the acting thing, but yeah, Lindsay Lohan is better, but they did good too. Um, and weird. I, I really like Elizabeth Olsen. So yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah, she's like oh, yeah. thespian for sure. Yeah. Yeah. She's a Nepo sibling that I'm just not mad at. Cause she really did her best to differentiate, even though oh. she looks like the long lost triplet. Like I she... didn't know. I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. Olsons. Like, yeah, I, I didn't know really until maybe a year ago. Oh, wow. No joke. That's, a, had... but that's exactly my point though. Like I've known it for a while, but she doesn't lead with it. And she just really tried to have the work speak for itself and not be a tabloid person. And yeah. I think wanted to avoid the life that her sisters had being such a media frenzy. And I think she did more or less get work by working hard and not so much because of her last name. So yeah. when people bring her into the Nepo debate, I'm like, Hey, don't come for Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, I always think the Nepo debate is always strange to me because it wasn't an issue until. I think it's that there's a, a lot of days. untalented ones right now that I are getting. So. That's that's the what after I've done some research, I'm like, oh, that's why I get why people are mad. Cause it's always been a thing. No, I, th- I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, I've, I've seen like uh, bad performances, but I've also seen bad performances by not good people mm-hmm. or uh, that have no affiliation with people so mm-hmm. i'm just saying you know yeah um i know we've talked about nepo babies probably too much on this but probably. yeah i really think that and speaking of nepo's sibling uh dennis quaid yeah yeah <laughs> which one broke I, did randy break first with the vacation movie or i want to oh man they must have been simultaneous but maybe randy quaid first because i i believe he's older yeah, and um, I think he was in some other stuff even around or before Vacation. Because Vacation was like 81 80, or 81, yeah, yeah, something like that. And I don't know about Dennis Quaid. The earliest thing that I know of him from would have been... Uh, there's a movie called Enemy Mine mm. with uh, Danny Glover, mm. uh, who plays an alien in it. Mm. It's actually a really, really... It's a science fiction movie, but it's a buddy it's a warm it's like a uh, two warriors have to become friends to mm. survive and gotcha. stuff it's really good and that was probably like the, yeah 1985 or something so i imagine yeah. there's something like that something it's funny like though that. someone told me years ago that they were siblings and i was like no uh Mm-hmm. And then I was wrong, clearly. But they don't even look alike to me. Like oh, that's a, not even close. I, I was. That's looking. why I was so confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? They just have the same last name. Like, how would Randy Quaid be related? Like Uncle Eddie and like Hunkasaurus Rex Dennis Quaid? Like, nah. And then mm-hmm. yeah, I'm wrong. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll admit it. But yeah, jeez. Well, it's just like Jeff Bridges and uh. Yeah, they don't look Bo. Bo. Yeah, they don't look Bo too look much alike. Different. I see more connective DNA. In those two, but, than yeah, Quaid's. Yeah. But I, I hear your point, though. Yeah, they're Wait, not. What's the other one? It's Bo and then that's another one. The one that was in Superman. That's another one. There's but a third. That's a third. Yeah. Mm. And he's actually the older one, I think. Mm. But anyways, yeah, 
Oh, I mean, that's the way genetics work. Yeah, you never know. I look a lot different than my brother, so, yeah. I think my brother and I look more alike now, but when we were kids, we looked pretty different. But if you compared me in third grade to him in third grade, we looked alike. But in real time, growing Mm -hmm. up, we didn't really look alike. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah, you never know. I don't know why I haven't thought about this until now, but my dad is a twin. Oh. And... So a lot of the tricks that they use in this, mm-hmm. my dad used to do. Uh, so like he, switch places. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, what would happen? I think one of them was better at uh, certain subjects, mm-hmm. and then the other one wasn't. So they would switch. That's for, brilliant. I wish I could yeah. have done that. That's amazing. Yeah. So they would, you know, they would take the test for the other person. But also the benefit of that was so they would take a test for the other person the, for the first time. And then they would take the same test the second time for themselves. Mm. So like I, the other person would have gotten a better score, just better than what they would have gotten by themselves. But then the second was able to get like the better way better score mm-hmm. uh, because they they already saw the test right and know what's on it that's so funny mm. it's funny though because sometimes twins i mean granted some twins identical twins look more alike than others like some are just super uncanny but most like their expressions are a little different or like mm-hmm. one of my best friends in denver his little sisters are twins and he's like i never thought they looked alike because i always could tell them apart because mm-hmm. i knew them so yeah. well and I've heard that, but I also have a family friend that has tw- uh, twin siblings and like even my parents and all of them would get together and be like, we don't know which one's which and they're in their 40s. Like mm-hmm. it's, it just depends. Yeah. Well, I think, I think twins usually, the younger they are, the more like they look. Sure. Uh, because, you know. Environmental stuff changes yeah. depending on choices and yeah. And I think like in high school, because I literally saw the yearbooks. Mm-hmm. They were, of course, side by side because they have the same last name. I I literally, I covered it and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't know. Now they look vastly different, right, way different. Right. But I, I was like, I don't know. And that's really weird because I grew up, you know, with my uncle and mm-hmm. I don't. They they I mean I could I could easily tell them apart like it wasn't even so but in high school they were still looking the same and I imagine when they're kids yeah but they used to do a bunch of tricks with people good for them that's yeah. that sounds so fun I I used to be obsessed with twins when I was like a kid and wished I was one so yeah. that's fun yeah people do because I know for a long time they were. Um, they would do studies for like UC or they would get offered to do studies for mm. UCLA, but I don't think that they ever took them, took them, took that on. I don't know. Maybe they did, but yeah, it's twins are interesting though. Yeah. they're pretty fascinating still to me. Yeah. But I just don't really think that they would have, going back to the movie, I don't think that they would have, uh, I mean, they kept it a secret for a little bit. I guess they didn't, not for too long. So it I couldn't have been more than a week. I think it was pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. And and they had little things. It's so funny to me, like, trust your gut, even if you don't know what is really happening. Because, mm-hmm. like, all of them at one point clocked something, whether it was, like, the butler in the car that, like, made some kind of comment about mm-hmm. something being different. Uh, Dennis Quaid thought she was talking kind of weird. Chessie was the most up with it 
And yeah, like pretty sure. from the jump was like something is majorly off. But the grandfather was quietly confident something was up too. So it's like really Elizabeth James was the only one that didn't seem to notice at all. The parents, yeah. Yeah, I think those, Dennis Quaid a little, but yeah, yeah the mom the, I think was the most obtuse. Yeah. Even though he did find out later. Yeah. But it, he was the last to find out. Found but out, but yeah. He, but. He, but when she kept saying that, like, she, yeah. yeah. But, like, also, I guess they wouldn't think that of, of it being a possibility. No. Because it's crazy that they were, because. No, what are the odds? Yeah. They sent them to the same place. Yeah. Yeah. But just, like. They all sort of were like, something's off, but they didn't know what to think of it because what yeah. are the odds? But it's, it's, this is definitely not, this is an escapism movie. It's not the most plausible. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, again, it's kind of like we were talking about in The Matrix where that was like the perfect time period because in a couple of years, the internet would have been a thing. I think it would have yeah. just been harder to lose track of people. For sure. Or harder for people to not be showing or sharing photos or like we barely had digital technology at that mm-hmm. time. Maybe digital cameras in their first forms were out. Maybe yeah. not though even. And it just sounds like nowadays we're so documented. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think this movie could work anymore. <laughs> well, especially since you could... They were popular people. I mean, they were mm-hmm. famous, relatively famous people. One, uh, the father owned a vineyard, vineyard, and the mother was a, a bridal gown um, designer, a designer, and yeah, prominent too. Yeah, because uh, uh, even the fiance knew, knew she was, yeah. which is such a common name, Elizabeth James. Like that could have been anyone in a hotel, and she That's automatically true. was like the wedding dress designer. That's mm-hmm. I just called you yesterday. And they said you were out of town, and she was. Mm-hmm. So that actually did work. But mm-hmm. um, uh, but yeah, like I do think, yeah, the internet would have just. I know what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my mom. You know, they yeah would have been able to track it down a little bit easier. Or it would have been harder to have like family and friends keep it a secret. Like I imagine all the help and the grandfather would have had trouble keeping that. I mean, that's a weird position to put people in where it's like never mentioned that she has a sister or their other parent. But I think if it's your your innermost circle, people will be loyal if you really ask them to, even though that psychologically I think would be pretty difficult. But with the internet or with uh, just more photos, that's what I keep kind of going back to. I think a family friend would have slipped and they would have been able to look it up on the internet or find mm-hmm. their old MySpace page or I don't know, like something yeah. that like would have existed, a relic, and right. or just Google their mom's name or yeah. something. I don't know. Well, but also at the same time, one of them... So, which one... Uh, so Annie's the one in England, right? Yes. Okay. So she would have had an American birth certificate, right? Probably. Yeah. Assuming so. So there would have been something up with... I, I don't know. I feel like there would have been... Yeah. Or like it would have been explained... Like I don't know. Maybe she knew she was born in America, but... Yeah. Eleven feels a little old to have not asked questions. That's what or I'm pushing saying. 12 at least. I feel like by six you would be asking preschool even like where's my dad where's my mom exactly i guess it was shut down fast enough that they didn't think to ask again but again this is a lot of suspension of oh yeah well because i think even the immigration issues 
I don't know what the legality would have been. Mm-hmm. Because if you're born on American soil, I think you automatically get American citizenship. American citizenship. Yeah. But I do also know there is a loophole where I don't know what the British immigration or UK immigration would have been. But yeah, it just it. It yeah, probably well, would have been fine because of yeah. her mom, but and she probably wouldn't have known much about. She probably wasn't thinking about those logistics as a kid, but yeah. would have been no, a mom problem sure. to yeah. figure out. But yeah, no, it, I mean, more questions would have compounded one way or yeah. the other. Yeah, because the first one was like that; it was an international thing. So, mm. uh, wait, it was or it wasn't? It wasn't international. Okay, yeah. so one of them was yeah, England and. I'm pretty certain one was England, one was America. Mm. But yeah, uh, it's been so long since I, again, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably saw that when I was a kid, though. But I really did like how it, it did come out, like, little by little. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is kind of telling that it was pretty much, well, it was Jesse first. And mm-hmm. I th- I think that that's interesting because they probably spend more time with each other mm-hmm. than... Even her father. I think it's also just women's intuition, too. Yeah. Even though the grandfather figured it out before the mom, mm-hmm. like, they kind of flipped yeah. the gender roles. But I would agree, because she was the one doing the cooking and unpacking with her when mm-hmm. Nick Parker went back to work to walk around the vineyards or hang out with Meredith, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pr- probably, because, yeah. I don't know, a little bit of both, maybe. Right. And it was so weird that they gave her wine. So that means that, like, I know that she, her father owns a vineyard. I guess I used to drink when I was. A I was allowed kid. to taste. Yeah, but I didn't I know about so, the yeah. notes or the whatever oh. it was. Like, even for an eleven-year-old growing up on a vineyard, I don't know. Maybe she was a parrot and just echoing back stuff. But like that felt a yeah. little extra that she would know why a wine tastes the way it does. <laughs> yeah, because even because I I personally think. Sommeliers are almost like uh, uh, horoscope readers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for me. And I think there's been some blind taste tests where they've kind of proven your point. Where it's, yeah. Look, I'm sure there's certain different flavors that some people can detect, especially if they know what they're talking about. But I think a lot of it's BS, too. Yeah. And I think there's been studies of proven that maybe i'm wrong maybe yeah, they weren't peer-reviewed no. and it was just a headline i read i am not an expert but yeah i remember thinking it was silly too <laughs> yeah because that's the one thing i'm like for for me some of my friends are really good at like mm-hmm. f- figuring out which one like mm-hmm. i even have a friend she yeah is a small yay but um uh i for me i'm just like oh this is red okay cool mm-hmm like that's all I, I'm not I'm kind of an idiot when it mm-hmm. comes to that beer on the other hand I can figure out mm-hmm. stuff but I just thought that that was interesting that she would have drank enough wine that she would have known that I mean mm-hmm. that's what they're kind of alluding to yeah and I'm like that's a lot of wine yeah. drinking especially for a 12 year or 11 year old yeah almost gonna be 12 I can speak to that I grew up in an alcoholic house and I was allowed to test stuff and I did not know nearly as much as she did. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I drink, I drink more. I drink, it was only beer for me. It's so weird. I used to sneak it as like a three year old, oh, apparently. Shit. Like my mom said that 
if there was a can of beer, I was always going for it. And I was like, wow. And that's weird because I'm not necessarily, even now, I'm not necessarily a big drinker. No, you're more of a stoner for sure. Yeah. Wait, do you have any baby photos of you with alcohol? I, there might be one. I have like 12. Sure, yeah. And my parents were staging it to be funny. I don't think they were really feeding their 18-month-old wine from a wine glass i think it was apple juice but they have they have so many of me they have me smoking a cigar pretend they it wasn't lit they have me trying to grab beer from the fridge and look like i was Mm -hmm. caught like my parents had a very funny sense of humor when i was like looking through my baby book but there's a little bit too much truth and jest because my mom was an alcoholic and did die of cirrhosis of the liver so it's like oh this doesn't hit as funny after she died but yeah yeah i have countless photos of yeah me with alcohol under mm-hmm. the age of three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to, I started drinking coffee at five. So like yeah. consistently or, um, relatively probably wow. like once a week I, I would go to my grandma's house and wow. just get coffee. And you're so tall still it did not stunt your growth. <laughs> I I'm actually, I think my doctor said I was supposed to be taller. So mm. maybe it did. I had malnutrition. Mm. That's why too. So the only thing I guess I drank was coffee. I hated potatoes at the time. Can mm-hmm. you believe it? Uh, and yeah, so I I totally get that. But that's uh, um, it's very interesting. But mm-hmm. yeah, what parents will make uh will make their kids do? Yeah, but, I don't think they do that um, now with social media. <laughs> well, I yeah, because there are a lot of friends that I grew up with, and they were like, "Oh, we absolutely we didn't have alcohol in the house." Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. I know them, and I'm like, wow, okay, I guess you make made up for lost time. Yup. That's what I usually noticed, yeah. I also noticed um, a friend of mine who grew up in a similar party house as I did. We were hanging out with um, some other friends, and it was like, we're about the same age as the kids in the parent trap, like 11, 12 years old. And all the other kids were like... Oh, my mom only maybe drinks on New Year's or like I we, mm-hmm. we never have alcohol in the house. And me and my other friend, like, yeah, same. Like, we just kind of looked at each other like, oh, this is taboo. Like, our parents are partiers. We're going to lie and act like we fit in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny what conversations get brought up as a kid. <laughs> right. That's so true. My parents were like 21. When, yeah, they 20, were young parents. they had me. So it was like they were... When they when I was born, they were not allowed to drink yet. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it makes sense. But yeah, going back to the movie, I yeah, like I was saying, I love the supporting characters. I uh, Lisa Ann Walter. She's so good. She played Jesse. So, yeah, yeah, playing Jesse because uh, she's on Abbott Elementary now, and I love that. You show. keep talking about it. I need to see it's, it. I know it's in Philadelphia too, and they all mm. have. She has the accent. Because she's from Maryland, I think. So. Oh, okay. That makes that makes sense. Because even in this movie, I'm like, mm, she doesn't sound like a California babe. It's no. like um, a little watered down, watered down from the watered, East Coast. Yeah. Um, like my accent's watered down from Philly. And I like the butler, too. I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's such a cheesy role. But he, like, I remember when I was younger, I thought it was really cringe. But now as an adult, I'm like, because we've all had to do awkward improv scenes or different mm-hmm whatever acting scenes and you just like kids if you're out there listening to this and if you're watching a cheesy nickelodeon show or the parent is a plucky parent or whatever trust me they are dying on the inside they oh, don't think yeah. it's cool they they're i mean they're happy to work but like you just the way only way 
out of it is through it and you just got to commit and he did such a good job of like committing to the goofiness of that role and rocking a speedo and just the physicality of like him wearing all leather and yeah i don't know i'm like "Ah, i'm impressed with him that's not easy to do no it's very true and and i'll and commitment is like the biggest thing because yes. I think one time we were talking about Hugh Grant in God, what was that Christmas? Oh, movie? the Love Actually movie. Love Actually. So he was pissed not... that he had to do that Pointer Sisters dance. Yeah. yeah, and like I could even tell I'm like, oh, he's not that into. I it. think I even said that, or one of or one or both of us yeah. did on the podcast where we were kind of like, I mean, like he did a good job, but. He, it wasn't as embarrassing as it could have been because you could have really let loose. Right. That's what I remember from it, at least. Like, if he would have committed, I would have, like, stood up and cheered. Yeah, we would have been cry laughing. Like I would have with Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. That last dance. Yes. Yes. Good comparison. Yes. it, It wasn't even, like, the... But, but it was the commitment. Yes. And the com- yes. commit commitment goes a long way. Yes. And I've always said that. Well, that was my first acting lesson when I was a teenager. It was yeah. like, you just have to believe what you're doing. Right. Yeah. And then I didn't act for a while, but I was a practical joker and I would just commit to a bit if I had to. And I would just, mm-hmm. no matter how ridiculous, and people would believe me because I believed what I was saying. Yeah, for sure. Even, I actually... Yeah, my my fake name is actually kind of a bit that I committed to for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's be honest. Like the dialogue I, we were talking about, it is yeah. really weird, wonky, and stuff. And like dressed think, up like, to be fun and zippy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like both double whammy. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely. I don't know where I would put because I think this is probably this and Coco. These are those are the only kids movies that we've watched because this is pretty Sand, much a kids movie. Sandlot, do you think? Or oh, is that Sandlot, for, I guess. Is I mean, a it's kind movie. of a nostalgic boomer coming yeah. of age, so maybe not. But um, I feel like there was one other that was similar. I'm gonna pull yeah. up our podcast. I feel like there was another coming of age, but I'm not remembering. Oh, if it was coming. Ha- of- I feel like coming of age is different. It is, but I feel like there was one that was like between the lines. Let me see. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, two to three, depending on where we put the Sandlot. I think as far as that goes, I I don't... I'm trying to think of the kids' movies that I do like in Mm -hmm. my life. I'm going to be honest. I think even as a kid, I don't think I really liked kids' movies that much. Well, question, because you thought one of the campers was Darla from the Little Rascals, Rascals. movies. From the, did you not like that movie? I love that movie. Me too. Yeah. Okay. So they're, okay. They're, yeah. Okay. So I guess there there are definitely like yeah, and it's weird because the reason the, the only reason why I'm saying this mm-hmm. is because I've gone back to watch my movies Child. that yeah. I my childhood movies Goonies. They cuss up a storm. Mm. And yeah, there are certain... But I'm like... And the the reason why I know that is because my sister takes my niece to go to the movies, like to the drive-in, like during the pandemic especially. They would go to the the drive-in. And I think she went to go see Goonies. Yeah, she went to go see Goonies. And she was like, I didn't realize... Uh how much they cuss in there and they say like this and that and mm-hmm. i'm like oh shit is that how i'm like is that a kids movie and then like even thinking about like the prince oh have you seen the princess bride princess bride i think it's on our list i, I okay. tried to find it for one of our votes because we initially when we had a schedule we we're gonna watch it in june i've seen parts of it okay 
But yeah, it's not necessarily a kids movie. So it's weird because I feel like the 80s was kind of rife with a lot of things. Like even Labyrinth is not necessarily no. a kids movie. Like even The Dark Crystal is not really yeah. a kids movie. I mean like Everending Story is dark as hell. Well, there was also just I watched a video YouTube series on Don Bluth recently and just talking about like the competition he had with like Disney mm-hmm. and the history with that. And just how dark so many of his movies were because he they didn't want to talk down to kids. He wanted to teach kids about life. And I think he did take it a bridge too far because I was scared witless of like all dogs go to heaven. Like, oh, my God, I could not Don't even get me handle that, that movie. And I liked Fantasia as a kid. So like, yeah, she's well, Fan- Louise. Fan- Fantasia. Dark Cauldron is probably the darkest. Right. M- but the thing uh, is, the, 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 the Chernabog like the, yeah. the night on bald, bald mountain sure. was very scary to me as a four-year-old but because mm-hmm. i was a creepy morbid kid i eventually leaned into it oh but the, i loved the, it the, from... the, the rest of it is yeah you know fine but yeah yeah i think as a kid i i love that that was my favorite part mm-hmm. yeah going back to it i don't i feel like even if i was a kid i mean i guess i like the original mm-hmm. uh, okay but yeah, I don't know. I so I guess going going back to it as far as like kids movies, because I'm trying to put this into a category. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I guess this is a family movie. Probably more than a kids movie. Yeah. yeah okay, that's what I'm gonna say. This is a family movie, not a kids movie. Mm-hmm. This is a family movie, and I don't necessarily think I like family movies mm-hmm. as much, except unless it's animated. Right. I, you know, I like you know disney movies and talking about don bluth i loved five old goes west and i anastasia i don't know did you watch anastasia? i never saw that one that one the animation is beautiful it like, made me the video essay series i watched made me want to watch it oh sure. what did they on on don bluth yeah or? okay yeah. yeah i was like oh that's right i forgot that that was i, I don't know how i missed it but i did yeah. and i was like oh i should go watch that one yeah i think john cusack had a voice on it mm. um but he, uh, but yeah i so so anyways like unless it was like animated i rarely watched like family movies like mm-hmm. that and so i think that i think that uh watching this you know in my my old age yeah it was interesting i don't think i'm ever gonna watch it again though that's fair yeah and i'm not and i'm gonna be honest i don't think i'm trying to remember did my my, I remember my sister, and my cousin liking the original one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they necessarily like this one as mm. much, which is weird. So. This one does have a strangleholding culture, though. There's so many like there was a while ago where TikTok was trying to do the handshakey thing that Annie and the Butler had, mm-hmm. and then even Elaine Hendricks, she has a strong TikTok game. Her TikTok's hilarious, and she did the like she would repeat all the lines i think mm-hmm. her and um mary and or mary what's mary ann walters is that her name um they even reenacted the the bell scene oh okay yeah <laughs> and it went viral and stuff yeah that like, was pretty freaked up that she did that, that was such really a good villain who villains yeah. like oh my god yeah <laughs> but but that's the thing is i think she really took a lot from uh, from that if, from joan cusack's character character in my opinion possibly um, yeah but yeah yeah i i think uh yeah but i th- I thought it was good dennis quaid being the father makes he's a he's a very dad person 
It was kind of funny, though, when uh, Chessie was like, we all know your dad's not sophisticated, so what does she see in him? I'm like, yeah. Dennis Quaid's a stone-cold fox. Like, I, who cares if he's unsophisticated? I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> I, I, I really, that took me aback. Yeah. That took me aback because I was and like, didn't oh, didn't make him dress a... that unkempt. He just was like all-American. Yeah nature dad which is a vibe it's not yeah car- he wasn't wearing cargo shorts and sandals <laughs> it like, is yeah that was so much insane. worse <laughs> he's a very handsome man very handsome classically and, so <laughs> yeah and i know that there's like an age difference though but um but and she's from san francisco mm-hmm. and i don't know i i I haven't been in San Francisco in a while, but the people I knew from San Francisco were hikers for sure. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. it was just supposed to be code for the rest of America. City slicker to the, yeah. not that Napa is not sophisticated. I mean, a vineyard owner is sophisticated. It That's is. the other thing too. You can, I know, understand you're working in the dirt and stuff, but like, it's not like a low rent, uh, occupation. Yeah. <laughs> it really, I think maybe at this time, I feel like there was a wine boom, like in the 2000s mm. maybe from that movie sideways uh oh. yeah i don't know uh yeah it, it it's it's always weird what alcohol becomes popular mm-hmm. i'm so mad i never got to try a zima oh that's right that was too young for us <laughs> yeah, didn't they bring it back us. though a couple years back i think they did but i missed it it was a limited again, edition yeah. i'm sure it'll be back again i think my liver is fine yeah without it <laughs> that's a good call yeah yeah like any of those because i think it's almost probably akin to a mike's hard lemonade anyways yeah. going back to it oh my god and i remember when i was a kid i always wanted bartles and james wine coolers and then i <laughs> had them i remember i got i drank one and i had a i had an infection like a kidney infection or something oh, wow and i got really sick from it it like destroyed me and i had to wait did home. you get the kidney infection from it or? i it made it worse <gasps> Oof. It, it was really bad it, it felt like i had almost like i had pulled something in my back but mm. it was definitely yeah yikes but uh yeah but going back to it i think um i think uh so this would have been a disney movie mm-hmm because they did mention Corella in it. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. But Corella's way cooler. Definitely. But she's fucked up. She kills dogs to I know, just to wear their fur. Have you ever heard of dye? You could dye leather to make it look like spots. I know. You could also do faux leather, Corilla, exactly. Miss Deville. Um, so I guess that wraps it up. We don't know what we're watching next week. We're going to pull you guys. Um, yes. There's a lot of options and it's going to be fun. Even if we don't like it, maybe you will. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> buckle up. We'll find out. I'm, I'm, I've been pleasantly surprised. As I said, uh, I've, I've been watching Fast and the Furious. I've been having a lot of fun with it. Really? So it really makes me feel like, yeah, throw anything at me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to like. I'm not I'm not in control here, it feels like. I kind of right. like not being in control. I kind of do, too. I kind of like letting people decide within reason. We just pick what's streaming currently, and you can watch along with us. Yeah. So. 
Um, I think we're starting an Instagram. I'm assuming it'll be Let's Finally Watch. I will do that tomorrow. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I've been doing the polls at Blairosaurus Rex for now. I'm Lauren Blair Donovan, but we also have a YouTube and TikTok at Let's Finally Watch It. Mm-hmm. And I'm Clark Knez, other Clarksy on the internet. And that is how you reach us. We will be back next week with a surprise. It'll yeah. probably be a summer blockbuster or something summery because that's mm-hmm. the loose schedule that we're kind of picking from that we're letting you guys decide. Yeah, but it'll be exciting. All right, we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. bye. Thank you.